Hey everybody, welcome back or welcome to Crushing It. I'm your host Robert and Crushing It is just a podcast where I get to talk to all of my friends about how they crush, who they're crushing on, and play a lot of fun games in between. Uh, I can't wait to get into this episode. It is Vic Michaelis. Let me tell you, Vic is an amazing actress, improviser. Like, she does it all. You can catch her on the, the mod team Hail Mary, uh, UCB, UCB Sunset, the second week of every month. Also, she's on the amazing Herald team Yeti. I go and I love watching them. But enough of her, like, amazing credits. Let me tell you about how she got over on me twice this episode in my own game it was so fun to happen and she has an amazing best like best date like it was chef kiss uh you guys i don't even want to like promo myself right now i just really want you guys to get into vic's episode because it's so good i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got i got a crush on you i got a crush on you Vic Michaelis here on the podcast. Hi. Oh my god. I'm so happy to be I, we've here. We've been talking about doing this for a while. Yeah. Just hey, can you do the podcast? Yeah, ask me. Hey, when? Yeah. I'm such a fan of the pod. Yeah. I'm a fan of you. You oh, are doing it. it all. Let me see. You're on the mod team Hail Mary that performs every second Wednesday yes. at UCB Sunset. Spoiler alert. I'm in love with all of them. Uh-oh. Yeah, sorry. Guys, details are co- details coming up. Uh, you're on Yeti, which is a fucking amazing Herald team. Yeah. And I am also in love with, with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> And you host the fucking amazing show. I'd say one of my, like, it's the two best shows at UCB right now. So oh, that's very kind are of you. Are you the two? Are you the two? Oh, my God, Vic. I'm so fucking excited to have you on here. I'm so happy to be here, truly. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, I, no, I can't even talk. <laughs> Vic, let's just get into it yes. so I can stop, uh, just mumbling. How do you crush? How do I crush? Yes. So say like your crush is in the room right now. Mm-hmm. How do you act? I'm myself to a fault. <laughs> what like I, I definitely like the more I like somebody, the more myself I am mm-hmm. around them. But like, uh, uh, if there's people that I don't like very much, yeah. that's when I'm like the nicest version of myself. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. That's oh my god. I'm like amazing. the most polite version of myself around the people that I just don't like don't like and don't get along with whereas like i am like the meanest trashiest bitchiest version of myself around the people that i care the most about so fucking fun yeah like i'm a bad guy (laughs) like also like you don't want the people like who you don't like to know that you don't like them so you're like you're like just being completely nice to them. Well, it's also like that idea of like giving a part of yourself to somebody, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like I'm I'm not willing to give that part of myself to people that I don't like. Yeah, they trust. don't deserve it. Yeah, they don't deserve they it. Don't deser- <laughs> they don't deserve the true you. No, you know, not even saying that. But it is it is like, yeah, I, I just have I there's like a wall that goes up immediately. And I'm just like, great. It's like phone voice yeah. for those people. 
But like somebody who you're with, you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like the most brutally honest, meanest version of myself. But those are also the people that I would do absolutely anything yeah. for. I love that. Do you have a type? Like, would your friends say you had a, you have a type? Tall. <laughs> <laughs> just tall. The men that I would always go after are like tall, tall, tall. My current partner is six foot five. Uh, and he's like one of the shortest men I've ever dated. Really? Yeah. So you just like trees? Yeah. Oh my God. And then uh, women is always like a little bit more, has always been a little bit more varied, but Mm -hmm. for men just like exclusively tall, tall is the only requirement. Is uh, what would your friends say looking back on all the people that you dated? Like what would they say your type is? Um, uh, wrong for me. <laughs> Other than my current partner, I think like uh, across the board, uh, my friends have really disliked the people that I've. Been oh really? With. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Vic. Yes. Let's travel back in time. Okay. All right. Do you remember your first crush? I was thinking about this. I do like. Early stages, uh, like there were people that came in and out who were like, oh, this person's cute or I like this mm-hmm. person. But like the first pinpoint that I can think of is I had this huge crush on this brother and sister who <laughs> <laughs> who I knew growing up. They uh, We all did Taekwondo together yeah. uh, and I had a huge crush on uh, this guy and then also his older sister who ended up being like one of my best friends throughout <laughs> high school. You're like, I'm just inserting myself in this family. <laughs> yeah. And I think that might have been a part of it is like uh, they had like a very cool like bohemian yeah. feeling family and I think I also really wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, but I proceeded to like, uh, as we got a little bit older, date the younger brother. And then uh, sometimes when uh, the sister would get drunk, we'd kiss a little bit. And that would be you fun. Got, <laughs> wait, you, but you got it. <laughs> like You attained your crush. Uh, like you know, like a little. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, and we never talked about it. Uh, and that was fine. <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> I love that. But you, I love that you, atta- you got it, though. Like you, you were part of that family for a little bit. You know what Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. You just get what the fuck you want. You I try. <laughs> <laughs> I try too hard. <laughs> uh, do you have any other questions like from like elementary school to like middle school to high school? Yes, absolutely. Like I was always very attracted to uh, like people on the outside. Like there was this uh, guy, guy, child who when I was also a child, not in a crazy so he was way. He's the guy to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who I remember in like second and third grade who was so mean to me. We had these uh those like sheets that you get uh, that are like you can send a compliment to somebody in the class. Yeah. They were called star sheets. Uh, and he sent me one that said, fuck you, you fucking fuck. And I fell hard. <laughs> that was the and moment. From that moment, I knew that we were meant to be together. <laughs> I, wait, I'm so, like, mad that the teacher didn't, like, you know, read these first. <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble for it, and that made me like him so much more. Because uh, I also played it off. I was like, yeah, I'm cool with this. And all of the kids in the class were like, whoa. <laughs> she, like, everybody. She is so in- cool. <laughs> just, he just verbally abusing you via this message. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. I love this. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Was it like that, like, all throughout high school or, um, like? Um, I mean, like, yes. (laughs) I was always dating 
people or like going out with people or liking people that were like came from like deeply troubled situations or uh uh wanted nothing to do with me as a person uh and th- there's like a safety in that too yeah, i think it's right it's never going to happen yeah and even if it as it is happening like it's never something that you really have to worry too much about yeah like you like you know that this is only for a moment like you're not like you know what i'm saying this person yeah yeah absolutely that feels very true to me uh yeah there's uh there's like enough distance that you can't actually really get hurt with it i that's that's so interesting and also going back to like with uh your friends just being like all your the people other than your partner like are just trash yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely yeah wait i'm also a bad guy and the people that i was dating were bad guys so that says wait, something what, what, about me what was young you like <laughs> Um, a nightmare. <laughs> well, actually, no. I've always been like, uh, well, yeah, a nightmare. But a little bit also, I've I've always been a little bit of a chameleon, I think. So I just kind of will blend into the social situations that I'm in. Uh, not as much anymore, but certainly growing up, um, I uh, definitely would just... I don't know. Yeah, go with go with the flow. Feel out the vibe of uh, the room that I was in, and then make choices like, from what is, there on out. What does this room need right now? Yeah, sort of. Like, you're just figuring it. Out. It's kind of like just being on a Herald team. Like, what does the scene need right now? Let me let me do this. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I think probably yeah. It's like if they need an extrovert, I'll be the person to lead the party. And if there's a lot of voices in the crowd, I'm just gonna dance, and that's uh, fine. I'm just I, I just like being here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in the room, and that's the important part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any celebrity crushes? Yes. Okay. Emma Thompson is my biggest celebrity her. crush, I yeah. think. She is so beautiful and so talented. As producer Brandon pulls her up right now. Oh, look at her. Oh, she's gorgeous. And she's so confident. Like She's so confident. Just like there is nothing more attractive to me than like a confident um doesn't give a fuck older women like that and then also i would say maybe like adam driver okay because he's tall (laughs) and he was like the worst person on girls yeah yeah and he plays a lot of bad guys (laughs) look at him and he's just like a weirdo i feel like in real life i don't know much about him but yeah he's just like also very interesting looking He's got some Brandon, Brandon's uh, my partner, uh, like Brandon-esque qualities to me as well. He's also like the new version of Keanu Reeves. Yes. Like elusive, like, you know, like trying to figure you out. Like, you don't know what he's thinking. Who is he? What's he doing? What's his vibe? Yeah, I agree. Look at that. Oh, you guys can't see this, but there's a great photo of Adam Driver with a goat on his back that I'm very into <laughs> specifically the goat yeah please send that to me <laughs> and uh, growing up did you have any like celebrity crushes like um like andrew garfield for a while i was nice, like yeah. very into spider-man um, days or uh maybe like uh, more facebook or uh, social network okay, when that yes. movie came out i was like oh yes tortured soul who's suing his best friend he needs help and i can help him i'm gonna be the one to fix him like yeah yeah absolutely uh like linda cardellini has always been a huge like velma from scooby-doo god did i love that uh yeah i mean like those are the ones that definitely pop out in my mind i uh i love the difference between uh men and women because like one is like for like the men it's almost like you know like 
bad boy like i need to i need to save you and then for the women it's like they'll probably like save you <laughs> oh how interesting like, yeah maybe um, <laughs> because from like emma thompson like emma thompson's like she, like you're probably like i would be the one being fixed in this uh, situation but like adam driver i'm gonna fucking fix you mm-hmm. i think too with women it's like uh like people that look to be like very strong and Uh like very confident in who they are as people uh that's certainly i think always been a very attractive quality just in general Mm -hmm. to me but especially uh in women Uh, yeah i love that and like they're both like hella fucking sexy i know look at her oh uh we're now looking at a bunch of uh velma photos um from scooby-doo and it's great and i love it uh let's take a quick break right now and we'll be back with vic hey y'all my name is melinda baker i'm melinda baker with defense attorneys at law hey child you got a restraining order because you was crushing somebody too hard and they said you can't come to the family picnic no more don't worry about it i'm melinda attorney at law i'll get you off child you just love him ain't nothing wrong with showing up at his wedding and telling him he can't get married you're just crushing him oh yes child melinda at law i'm located on crinch y'all you'll look me up at blah 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 something crinch y'all <laughs> Offer code crushing at 69224. Bring it in and Melinda will get you a peach cobbler as well, child. <laughs> you ain't nothing wrong with you. You ain't crazy. You just crushing. <laughs> and we're back, you guys. Oh, I still have Vic in the studio. It's yeah. hot and I've kept her trapped in here so that we can get all the information from her crushes. I love out. it. <laughs> okay. So we talked about uh, how you crush. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about your... Uh, childhood crushes yeah your celebrity crushes yes okay Vic. yeah are you crushing on anybody right now um i am always crushing on tons of people at any given time uh and we were talking about this earlier i'm very lucky that i have a partner who is incredibly supportive of (laughs) all of my crushes and always wants to like hear about people but like i think i am the type of person who falls in love very very easily not necessarily in like a romantic way Mm -hmm. but like i uh i get to know people and i get like very invested yeah Yeah, uh, not even attached as much as like get very invested and uh uh just curious about them and their lives and where they come from uh so i've got a i don't know i've I've always got a rotation of people that uh that i'm very interested in like you love with your whole heart you know what I'm saying? Like yes. when, you, when you meet somebody, like if if they are one of the people that you like enjoy to be around, you like want to know everything. Yeah, I'm a I'm a slow burn too. I would say like it takes me a little while to get there with somebody, and then once there's like a point or two of connection, I'm like, okay, great. Like <laughs> I I want to know everything let's about go. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, dive deep. Let's uh, before we get into everybody else, how did you meet your partner? Um, we met when he was directing a play that I was in. Ooh, what play? Um, it was called Murder by Midnight. My costume was a towel. <laughs> yes, sexy. Um, it was great. Uh, yeah, and then he moved back to Vancouver for like six months. Uh, so it was kind of like doing the long distance thing, uh, which is very interesting at the beginning of a relationship relationship what did what attracted you to him height (laughs) 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 
Um, I mean, he's also truly the uh, kindest, most genuine person I know. And the way I like to describe him is he is my barometer for whether or not somebody is a good person because he is so empathetic and will always try and find a point of connection with people. And uh, if somebody doesn't like Brandon or if Brandon like really is like, hey, I don't like this person, I always find that to be much more a testament to that person than to Brandon because he will always try so hard and very very rarely has anything negative to say about anybody oh my god that's i love that yeah it's wonderful like he's he's like he's almost like he's just a pure soul like a pure soul that's like he can see like you know basically see like the intentions of somebody or like fill them out like the vibe is not there he's a he's a very special person he's a very sensitive person i think in that sense what um what surprised you about him? What's something that like you wouldn't have thought like you know now that you wouldn't have thought when you first met him? Um hmm, that's a good question. I think maybe how how supportive he is. And maybe that sounds silly and intuitive and something you should just look for in a partner, but I think uh it's never something that I expected or was looking for in past partners, but he is so incredibly supportive of absolutely anything that I, I want to do. If I'm passionate about something, uh, he is always incredibly uh, uh, supportive and curious about what it is. And I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Like I lo- like, I love that. Like he's like your biggest cheerleader. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think like if I were to, especially before I'd met him, if I were to make a list of things that were like deal breakers or things that I was looking for in a partner that probably wouldn't have made the list, but it's something now that I value so much mm-hmm. and is very important to me. And I like that I can do that for him as well. And also like, I also like the fact that maybe before the people who you date, like the trash people that you dated before weren't <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you're because you didn't know that you needed that or wanted that until somebody gave it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That feels true to me. I I OK. So let's talk about <laughs> who you're crushing on now. I know you crush on a lot of people. Yeah. So like what other like that people like is like doesn't have to be like romantically or like what do you look for in people or what do you find true to the people that you're crushing on now? Hmm. Um. I mean, like certainly points of connection uh uh and for people to surprise me like usually it's if there's somebody that I see and I'm like oh I think I like this person that's not the person that I like uh I'm like oh man like I love this person Mm -hmm. that's usually not where I end up with them but there are like certain people who uh you know I I get to know them and maybe like it starts off weird or I I I don't love them when I first meet them and then you kind of like find those weird points of connection um and uh yeah i don't know uh, you it becomes like easier to uh, to dive into that person yeah later you have on. Something that, like once you have something to cling on to you're like oh we do have something in common like let's yeah. explore what else we have because it took us a little bit to find this now i'm sure there's more and it's more interesting too yeah absolutely uh i i agree with that and i think that those people are people that i end up being really good friends with at the end of the day Hi. So tell me about your, because uh, I know, like you said, like, you have like a crush on your mod team, mm-hmm. like just like in a whole like, what is that vibe like? Like, what is like, what is you like? How did you guys connect? Like, what is if you could describe them in two words, what would it be? Um. Oh, put me on the spot here. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, big weirdos. <laughs> I love that. I love them. Well, I'll call them out by name. Do you know Sam O? 
Atten. Oh my god, I love him so much. I have such a big crush on him right now. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of it. Is like, uh, not that it started off that weird. I've always liked Sam, but uh, uh, like especially recently, we've been ju- just been chatting a lot and uh, just have like weird points of connection. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you. You fucking get me. <laughs> like, like on those like weird points of connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So. We talked about who you're crushing now. We talked about your partner. I want to know, what is the best date you've ever been on? Mm, oh, this one's like fairly easy, actually. Uh, <laughs> Set the scene. I want it all. Um, So we went to, I love uh, punk rock, like angry music is so <laughs> uh, beautiful and wonderful and cathartic to me. Uh, and uh, so we went to a punk show and then afterwards uh, we went back to their apartment and uh they had a mattress that was just like a cushion on the floor basically i'm not a great sleeper Mm -hmm. in general but uh uh they stayed up all night with me and we sat like lying on this little mattress head to head and we listened to uh do you know shane cozen at all no i don't brandy pull him up uh he's a poet uh out of uh yellow knife uh in canada mm-hmm. and uh i mean his work is beautiful beautiful like he did a poem for the uh opening ceremonies of the vancouver olympics uh he's incredible and uh, we spent all night like top to bottom bottom to top listening to this album that is called uh i'm gonna get this wrong uh oh a pretty decent cape in my closet uh that is just like spectacular i mean like and i'm just like silently crying lying head to head listening to this album like four times in a row uh not really talking but just like being in the same space together like sharing this moment and that will always stand out as like one of the best dates i've ever been on i love that's so like fucking like it's like romantic you know what i'm saying just Mm -hmm. it's quiet it's like that silent like killer like it's just so quiet it's like we're connecting without talking we're Mm -hmm. both in we're both experiencing this and being moved by it together and sharing it with each other yeah but not having to talk about it not trying to sorry not having to like affirm each other like this is good right it's like no like we both are here connecting yeah on a different fucking level on this like thin foam bed yeah it was uh it was like innate it was really incredible um i highly recommend it uh because i think that's how you can really tell if you like somebody is if you can just like sit quietly with them yeah just the silent moments you know i'm saying you don't have to push anything you don't have to like you know make something bigger than what it needs to be Mm -hmm. yeah and if you are gonna go listen to that album now uh my favorite song on it is help wanted uh and it's so beautiful and go check it out because it's spectacular uh brendan you have to save that just so we can check it out after this yeah, thank you for so okay what is the worst date you've ever been on oh boy i've been on a lot of very bad dates i want them all um now because i think like i like i've mentioned before i i've fall in love with people very easily uh in very like platonic ways or i won't even say platonic but like Mm non-romantic ways uh i end up on a lot of accidental dates (laughs) 
Um, (laughs) or I have in the past ended up on a lot of accidental dates. Uh, and one in particular, I remember I was in Toronto, um, and, uh, I'd met this person, we'd really connected and I was like, oh, this person is great. Like, you know, uh, we were taking a class together and then after class one day we spent like two hours just like chatting, getting to know each other a little bit. And then we're like, oh, we both want to see this documentary that's out. Let's go see this documentary. Spectacular. This is great. I'm walking away from it being like, I made a new friend. (laughs) Good for me. (laughs) I'm calling Brandon on the way home being like, I met a friend and he's like, I'm so happy for you. Uh, and so we get to the documentary uh, uh, where it's screening in Toronto and uh, uh, we go to pay for our tickets and they start to insist on paying. And I'm like, no, I mean, like, it's fine. Why would you pay yeah. for it? That's dumb. And I'm <laughs> and then I slowly start to tell him, I'm like, oh, no, this person thinks it's a date. So I start to like very heavily <laughs> insist that I pay for her. <laughs> my ticket um and it gets like a little bit weird and then we get into the theater and they keep trying to grab my hand and i'm like nope no no i'm sorry and then like in the movie i have to whisper to them I'm like do you think this is a date and they were like yeah and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry if i led you on or this is weird i thought we were just gonna be best friends and uh they were like oh shoot no i'm looking to date and i'm like okay should i get out of here (laughs) in the middle of the documentary they were like no it's fine you can stay and it was just like the most i should say this happened like 20 minutes into the documentary so we proceed to have to sit there for another like i don't know hour it was horrible (laughs) uh just the whole like trying to grab hand, like not getting the like the clue, like just trying to grab the hand. She's like, yeah, you're like no. Just kind of that weird thing of like your hands getting closer together and then being like, okay, I'm gonna move that out of the way. And then and elbow, move these. lips move. Move the elbows, <laughs> yeah, across my hands. Uh, but I mean, it was just horrible, and I still have nightmares about it sometimes. What happened so, like after that? You guys just did not talk anymore. No, I, we were still in that class together for a few more weeks and uh, just didn't didn't talk anymore, which was very sad because they're a very interesting and beautiful person. Uh, and you had just like you were so looking forward to this friendship. Like. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things where I do think that even past all of that, I still could have been friends with that person. But I think that they were very embarrassed by the situation, which I mean, like, you know, it's uh, if I can't give somebody what they're looking for, then I'm also never mad if they're like, I need to take yeah. space from it. <sighs> what other kind of bad like dates did you end up on not knowing that you've been on before? Um, I think like you figure it out pretty quickly, uh, but it's certainly that moment of going into it. Uh, I mean, like going to shows, uh, like going out for meals and stuff like that, uh, where, you know, like you show up way underdressed and somebody shows up. Like, way overdressed and it's like, like here to impress yeah and usually you can kind of get out of it being like uh like in a little more of a subtle way being like i'm so glad that i met you like i've been looking for more friends around town and then being like oh got it and there are some people that i've met like that that i remained friends with and it was fine but um not always something about Vic is just like everybody wants to date you no no that is not the narrative that I want out of this absolutely not Uh, (laughs) but uh, it's it's happened a few times that's 
funny. I'm trying to get on some accidental dates, so. Great. I'll send me your wife. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if I gave you all the money in the world uh-huh. for one date, uh-huh. and say if you start traveling somewhere, I'm not going to include travel time or okay. whatever. Like, so the date starts when you get there. What would you do? Hmm. I actually think... I wouldn't use any. Can I keep the money? For, no. Okay. <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna burn the money after or so. <sighs> okay, we'll donate the money nope, somewhere. It's I, I no. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I think that like the second I spend money on this date, there is so much. There's so many stakes that are involved in it, and there's so much expectation that comes along with it. And I do think like what I'd rather do is like get tacos, break into somewhere we're not supposed to be that has like a really nice view. Yeah. And that's what I would want to do okay break into somewhere really expensive wear really nice outfits spend a million dollars on fun outfits get great takeout food okay break into somewhere that i'm gonna get a nine hundred thousand dollar bill for trespassing with like a just a killer view like an empty lot or something like that or a a fancy house in the hills uh call it a day (laughs) yeah (laughs) I feel good about that. <laughs> yeah, so, and you're also the first person who's using the money for bail money, <laughs> for possible bail money or trespassing tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about that. I like it. Okay, let's take one more break and we'll be right back with it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this break. <laughs> it's more of me. Now, do me a favor. Like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, and send this episode to a friend. I would appreciate it so much. I'm already loving all the love that I'm getting from you guys just from listening to this. Share it with somebody else. They might fall in love with me, and that could probably be the person that I fall in love with. Like, if you don't send this to a friend, you're probably, like, stopping me from meeting the love of my life. Robert, are you playing with the mic? Nope. I'm sorry, you guys. I gotta go. Producer Brady's gonna get really mad at me. Okay, okay, bye. And now a word from our sponsor. (laughs) Producer Brendan Brown, you crazy. You know we ain't got no sponsors. Back to the episode. And we are back with Vic Michaelis. Vic. Hi. Uh, I'm loving this so much. <laughs> All the hard work is done. Now I'm just going to play some games with you. So sit back, relax. You know how like when you're dating somebody, you're trying to get to know somebody, uh-huh. you end up playing like that 21 like questions game? Yes. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. Great. All right. So it's... I usually say it's rapid fire, but it's not. <laughs> I have fun with these questions, okay? okay? And it's just so the audience gets to know you, fall in love with you, crush on you. But also, she's not... Don't take her on any dates, you guys. Yeah. Well, unless it's like a friend date, then I'd yeah, love to. friend dates are fine. I'll chat. <laughs> we'll <Okay>. talk. <laughs> Vic. Yes. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, people who uh, get in an elevator and take it one floor. Fuck you. <laughs> what is your love? Do you do that? No. No, okay. I mean like fuck them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thought you felt very personally called out by that one. <laughs> that really triggered me. Uh, what is your love language? So the, the love languages are acts of service, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, mm-hmm. physical touch, mm-hmm. gifts, or quality time. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day. Wrestling, a thousand percent. I was raised by a single father. I was there. So I, I remember you saying that. I, 
think was, I was that was that Harold Knight? Yeah, I said that uh, at Harold Knight the other night. But that is true. Like I truly wrestling is my love language, which is different, I think, than physical touch. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite food? Broccoli and cheese, like really, really? nice cheese. Uh, what's the, what kind of cheese? Um, Which... I really like like hard uh, goat and sheep cheese, like a uh, Italian specifically, something that's like hard but not too salty. Mm-hmm. Like pecorinos can end up being a little bit salty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say that. Uh, would you rather be the first to ex- discover and explore a new planet, or be the inventor of a drug that cures a disease? Be the inventor of a drug that cures a disease. What? Oh, are you an innie or an outie? Your belly button. Half. Really? Half and half. Your your belly button's versatile. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you guys later. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Um, what inscription do you want on your grave? Oh, well, this is the one that stumped me. <laughs> um, she tried. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather... Have to read the terms and conditions for everything. Okay. So say like you open your phone and ask you everything. <laughs> Website. And you can't speed read. You have to read to understand. Okay. <laughs> or have to ask your parents for permission to have sex. <laughs> Every time. Ugh, kill myself. <laughs> I guess read the terms and conditions. <laughs> uh, would you rather... Be married to a 10 mm-hmm. with a bad personality or be married to a four with a great personality. Be married to a four with a great personality. And also like this is like so it's your scale of a te- like whatever like you know you think is attractive. Yeah. So this is not a thousand like, feet tall. <laughs> yeah. So your four <laughs> might be like two foot through like just like comparative. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you rather find true love or a suitcase with five million dollars? Um, true love. Okay. Yeah. I can get tacos for so cheap. (laughs) (laughs) I love tacos. Tacos is winning this episode. (laughs) Um, would you rather find absolute happiness, Mm -hmm. but doom humanity or be miserable knowing that you kept humanity safe? Um... Be miserable and keep humanity safe. That's nice of you. I'm just like, as long as I'm not in the part where like we like we're doomed. Like, am I a part of this? Like, can I die before that happens? Well, here's what I would think: is then like, if it would just me that would be happy, because then it would also mean that all the people. Because I think my happiness, a lot of it comes from the people that I love also being mm. happy. And so, if they're the part of the rest of humanity, I think I'd just be really. I couldn't be happy. Be truly happy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, what TV or movie would you recommend that everyone should have to watch? <sighs> Twister. Have you seen Twister? Yes, I've seen Twister. Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, R.I.P. Uh, oh, no. <gasps> Why is his name escaping me? This is embarrassing. <laughs> no. For, it's going to come to me in a flash. Don't be embarrassed. because Fix you this just... in post. Fix this in post. <laughs> You literally Phil just... Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> I want on the record that I did that before the IMDb page got pulled up. <laughs> I like how you were like so you were bad, but also you just spewed out two of the leads like mm-hmm. right away. So that's my favorite movie. That's embarrassing. 
I don't know anybody's name. Okay. I'm the I'm the worst. So no, you're, you're not. You're great. What? Do you have any um, secret talents? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, truly, though, like if I can do it, I will shamelessly exploit it when I'm on stage. Uh, like I, I mean, like I feel like this isn't a secret. I spend so much time talking about it. I did like martial arts for a long time. Well, uh, how how high did you get? I'm a second degree black belt um, uh, in Taekwondo. Uh, slight flex. Yeah, sorry. I can kick your ass. <laughs> really? No, what are no, you? No, no, no. Oh. I mean, that was you. I got excited for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I think I got up to the orange belt. Oh, that's great. <laughs> or, yeah, I think I got that far. Then I was like, yeah, after school, it's not my stuff. Mm. Like, I need to be at home. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite like true crime story? Um... I was really obsessed with like Carla Homoka. Do you know that story no. out of uh, uh, it was uh, this guy and his girlfriend who like kidnapped girls in Toronto. Uh, and I was like very obsessed with that for a while because that was like in my neighborhood in Toronto. So and it was happening during the time or was it before? Yeah, it was like <sighs> happening. Yeah, there she is. Um, and uh, it was her and her, I think, husband at the time whose yeah. name is escaping me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul Bernardo, who went to uh, the college that I went to for a year and a half. And like his uh, picture is like in the hallway. It's really crazy. Uh, but she was acquitted and now just like lives under a different name in the area. It's really crazy. But I was very obsessed with them. And I'm also very obsessed with like uh, like female serial killers or like female killers are very interesting. To yeah. Me. Uh, what was the one that Monster was about? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> but th that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great like, one. Her story is insane. Mm -hmm. Um, would you rather have the ability to see everyone's text or every text that wasn't sent to you mm -hmm. or every text that it's about you? Oh, God, both sound horrible. I don't want to know anything about anybody. It's the same idea where people are like, oh, like, I, you could just hack into somebody's email. Like, that sounds like such a nightmare to me. I don't want to know any of that. I feel like people are volunteering information to you, and that's like a sacred thing that you're getting from somebody. That's and why would it. you want to crawl into somebody's head and, like, get to see all of their inner thoughts with stuff like yeah. that? Like, it's also I don't like want to know. Thinking about, like... <laughs> What other people would see if they had that opportunity, like for you, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a <What>, nightmare. <laughs> what would your unconventional superpower be? Um. So I'll preface it. Uh, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Um. Have I said it on the podcast before? Probably early, early. Well, I gotta hear this. Um. So my unconventional, my unconventional superpower would be, I want to see people's porn history, like Whoa. what they search on porn. Because I feel like I would know so I can know so much about that person. Like things would start making sense to me mm -hmm. on like where their mind goes during that like intimate moment, or, like what they're curious about. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. This is maybe like a weird one, but I'm like a I'm a lucid dreamer, um, and a big part of it for me is like, and I guess like what my superpower I would want to be is like getting to see how advice that I give people plays out. 
and then being able to go back and do it again and see like if the outcome is better. Does that make yeah. any sense? Like you you want to be able to like edit your advice sometimes. Like you can see how it goes. Okay, let me see if I can fix that. Yeah. Be more clear a little bit or Yeah, I I think so. And then cuz I also think sometimes like advice is all about where people are at in their lives as well. Yes. And so like you can be giving good advice to somebody who's not ready to hear it and they can take that good advice and it can be really harmful for them i love that because also you're taking care of somebody too at the same time with your superpower mm. yeah i guess because if they're not ready for it you're like okay let me see what i can do for them in this moment because mm-hmm. you know it didn't go right the first time yeah um i i think i'm just gonna edit there i like that so <laughs> much it just shows how much how, how caring you are and um Oh, that's kind. I don't always feel that way, but I appreciate that. No, I think when you listen to this back, you're like, I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you should, because <laughs> hearing it, it's amazing. Um, so, Vic, I have been playing Mashed with your answers so far. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm going to figure out the rest of your life. Okay. Um, but quick question. Do you want kids? Um, I think so. About how many? Um, What's your ideal? Either one or eight. <laughs> so no in between. <laughs> no, I well no, actually that's not true. Either two or eight. I think I would have one kid and then I, I really wanna foster and adopt. What is your dream mode of transportation? Boat. <laughs> Producer Bernie, can I get a mode of transportation? A convertible bug. Oh, how fun. Sassy. What's another dream transportation for you? Um, a bird. A bird scooter. <laughs> I thought you just wanted a bird. I was like, that's great. Oh, maybe. That's kind of fun. <laughs> and producer Brandon. Just a giant eagle. Mm-hmm. Get to ride a giant eagle. Perfect. Okay, Vic, just tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. While I tally up your, uh, your, while I tally up the results, producer Brandon, do you have any questions for Vic? Um... Yeah, rather randomly. Okay, so we know the first thing you look at is how tall they are. Uh-huh. What would you say is the very next thing that makes you say, hmm, about a crush? Um, how they treat, uh, like, uh, inconsequential people around them, meaning, like, uh, people that they don't think they're going to see again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very telling. Um, I was reading a book, and they were talking about dating versus courting. Mm. And one of the things they were saying is when instead of going out looking for people, if you're just doing what you do and you're the best you for that particular job, other people are kind of watching you. Oh, interesting. You, without you necessarily having to like puff up your chest and be like, yeah, I'm the greatest sketch improver <laughs> that you've ever seen. But hmm. now I actually get to see you do your work. And I'm like, hmm, I'm, a, I'm attracted to that. Oh, yeah, I love that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like seeing how people, like, especially like treat like waiters and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and, and people tip, like, without being prompted. Yeah. Yes, I agree a thousand percent. It's just, like, it's it's something small, uh, like, Uber drivers is always big, just, like, uh, you know, just in general with stuff like that. And I think that, uh, like, I can't even be friends with people that are bad to, like, people that they don't think they're going to see again around them. Yeah, just, like, rude people. Ugh, it's the worst thing. Okay, Vic, so I have your answers. I have the rest of your life already mapped out. I've been trying to sneak a peek at it. <laughs> um, so for the uh, possibility of the person who you're definitely going to spend the rest of your life with. Okay. We have a fuck you. 
You fucking fuck. Oh, great, 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 great. Uh, the the boy in middle school or elementary school. Okay, yes. We have your current partner. Oh, Brandon. We have a uh, foam mattress guy or foam mattress person. That is also Brandon. Oh, so he's on your toy. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not him, uh, he's in trouble. And we have bad date. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's going to be a life of just trying to touch hands. Great. <laughs> For a possible amount of children, I have eight, one, zero, and a zoo. Okay, great. <laughs> For mode of transportation, we have boat, convertible bug, bird, or an eagle. Great. And everybody knows MASH's mansion apartment, Shacker House. Love that. Where do you think you landed? Who do you think you ended up with? Well, Brandon was on there twice. Uh, so <laughs> if it's not him, uh, we're going to have to have a conversation. <laughs> Uh, how many kids do you guys have? Uh, eight. Mode of transportation. Ugh, it's going to be an eagle and I'm going to be mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> and mansion apartment shack or house. I want it to be a shack because I think a shack can be versatile. You could make it whatever you want. It's yeah. also it's also like a tiny house. <laughs> yeah, like a bungalow. Yeah. I don't clean, so that works for me. Um, You got one right. Oh, no. If it's not Brandon, I'm going to be in no. trouble. Uh, I'm sorry. You got two right. <laughs> okay. You have zero children. Okay. That's fair. Who needs them? I'm happy. <laughs> you take your bird scooter. Yes. Back to your shack. Yes. Where you're greeted by Brandon. Which Brandon? Foam mattress? Uh, foam mattress Brandon. Brandon. So it's going to be constant. Best like, version. The whole, <laughs> the whole relationship is just listening to that that album honestly <laughs> that's fine with me i love that <laughs> it's so sweet and i love and you actually I, you accidentally hacked the system with getting him on there mm-hmm. twice mm-hmm. Uh, i have to do more intel <laughs> on exact Sorry. names <laughs> no you won that's, that's what you got to do i feel good about that so vic I've been pretty nice this whole time and haven't asked you any sexual <laughs> questions. I've been a nice person, but okay. all that changes right now. I can't wait. Let's get into it. So I have a little fortune teller, or some people call it a cootie catcher. Okay. Um, pick one. Thighs, face, cheeks, or mouth? Um, thighs. Uh, what excites you? Rough, music, DMs, or sex? Like sexual Sorry, text message. Sorry, rough. <laughs> what scares you? Money, slow, text, or candles? Hmm. And you can take them however you want. Um, Money, candles, texts, or slow? Slow, maybe? Okay, top or bottom, there's two questions. Or do you want both? I want both. Okay. Would you dump someone who's bad at sex to you? Hmm. Eventually. <laughs> and have you ever had a fantasy about a teacher? Yes. You survived. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't bad. (laughs) I'm alive. I feel good. (laughs) Alive. I feel alive. Vic, thank you so much for doing this. You've been an amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fuck a fucking blast. I um, where can people find you? Um, I am at v i c m m i c across all social media platforms. Um. And over at UCB, because I, I live there pretty much. Yeah, go catch her on Mod Night, the second Wednesday of every month. Yeah. You can also go find uh, what, when Yeti's performing. Such a great fucking team. Yeah. And also, be I on the lookout for cuties. Are You the Two Season 3. Thank you. Yeah, it's that we start up in July. Legit, the like 
one of my fa- like it's top two. That is truly so kind. Like, of and you I go to, to a lot of shows. <laughs> it's I have the most fun at like I I get invested. It's, it's the stakes are high for me. <laughs> I love it. Um, Vic. Yes. I want to thank you so much for doing this. Do you have a song that you want to dedicate to your crush? Yes. Um. Uh. T- two of them. Um. I King for a King is the first one. Um, it's kind of like folky uh, and it's really great. Uh, and then Cat Stevens' Father and Son uh, to to cap it off because I love that song and that song makes me so happy and it makes me think of my dad who I, is my best friend. I love like I love seeing you and your dad's relationship play out on like in so- social media like when you post it. Oh, that's very kind. At Tom <laughs> underscore M I C H A E L I S, he would be so thrilled that he came up in this. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, thank you so much for doing this. Everybody, go follow Vic. Go crush on Vic, but don't take her. She's she's happy where she's at. Calm down. <laughs> don't try to touch <laughs> Calm her hand. Down. <laughs> don't try to touch her hand, please. Uh, I just want to be friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can too. follow me at Robert R A H H B U R T on all the things. We have a, our Instagram is Crushing It Podcast, and we have a website, tellusyourcrush.com. So, everybody, we'll see you guys next week, and thanks for listening. Mwah. Mwah. I got a crush on you.